What up, podcast? Thanks for listening to the 2M Creative Labs podcast. On the continuing trend of weirdness, Serena and I both sit down and share a bit of backstory of 2M. Hope it gives a bit more context to what it is and the direction we're taking it, as well as insight into how we handle our own weaknesses, and hopefully that's something that you can bring into your own creative pursuits. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a shout and share it on all your social media. It would mean so much to us. See ya. Boosh. I guess you can ask questions because you can see them and I can't. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks again for listening. You are tuning into 2M Creative Labs, the podcast. Hey. Hey, hey, and we have... Me. Serena. And me, <laughs> Juan. And today's episode is different because we haven't really addressed a whole lot of things information questions answers and the whatnots and what is and why is of 2m mm-hmm. and so we'll do a little bit of a different take on this podcast and instead of bringing in a guest we're just going to talk and give a bit more context into this whole venture so serena has all the questions and she'll also have some answers here and there because you know the team chocolate's effort. Chocolate's really good. Chocolate is very good. Okay. Are you gonna eat one on camera? I think I just was, but I don't know if they know that. <laughs> Fair. Um, okay, I have questions. Mm-hmm. What is 2M? 2M is a platform that aims to create community through process and story. So which is why we bring on other creatives and ask them about their process and their story is to showcase the talent in the community and also share that to others. Why? The reason for that is because I find process, knowing other people's process, knowing other people's stories and garnering info from that can help with my own process and find ways to navigate my own situations. Doing creative is not something that's foreign. It's been done before, but we're now creating a platform to showcase the path that other other people took and finding a way to then present that in info that others can take and bring into their story. What is the backstory of 2M? Oh my. (laughs) Yeah, so 2M originated with John and I, John Medina and me, Juan Manuel, and which is where the name 2M comes from. But at the start, it was a bit of a different take on things. We had wanted to pursue photography, but we wanted to do it as a team. Things sort of took a turn and we wanted different focuses and I was particularly interested in doing a lot of the more community collaboration and he had other focuses and so I wanted to keep going with this and see where it takes me while my momentum was still high and this is sort of why things started shifting in terms of content towards sharing process, sharing story, bringing people on, and a lot less on just presenting our own work as a portfolio. And that's kind of the backstory is now it sits there as 2M from the name, but the content has sort of shifted. Right. So this is a question for both of us. What inspired you to start creative? Can you go? Because I feel like I answered the last three and it's only fair. You answered two. The last three. Okay, okay. Um, so I was in business school at the time, or at one point, and it was awful because it was accounting, and accounting is awful. Um, but I was taking a break one day, and I was sitting in the Starbucks with a sketchbook, and I was just drawing people that were around. And one of those people happened to get up. And I didn't notice it at the time because I had switched to a different subject. 
and he stopped at my table and was like started commenting on my drawing and whatever I don't think he noticed that I drew him I don't know but anyway he actually ended up telling me that I should go to fine arts school I did and he ended up being one of my profs and he did not remember that story until after I finished two of his classes we went for coffee and I told him and then it all clicked but anyway yeah that was Sigun <laughs> and that is why I pursued pursued creative that's amazing mm-hmm. and we did have him on as a guest before and we did awesome podcast you two should have a conversation and have it on a podcast next time yes that would be interesting let's see let's have more Seagoon oh absolutely (laughs) Seagoon if you're listening you know don't be a ghost and uh, give us a shout come podcast come podcast um yeah I like that story your turn can you repeat the question um what inspired you to start creative for me, it's not something that's been obvious, but I've clearly always liked making things. Um, spending a lot of time on Photoshop back in high school, actually making home videos in middle school. That's a, I wish I had those archives. They Did were you? Great. Yeah, this is a secret. Not a secret, but it's not something that's been openly expressed till now. This is like your yo-yo skills. We don't talk about the yo-yo skills. I still want to see your yo-yo skills. I'll show you later. Okay. Um, Sorry. No, no, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, so making home videos back then. So making videos, uh, doing art, not really much into photography. Uh, and But never really saw it as a means to live make profit income enough to you know sustain a a lifestyle that I wanted so I never really pursued it until obviously I had enough people a couple people telling me like I don't know why you doubt yourself you're pretty good at this and you could definitely take it somewhere And that's kind of what pushed me towards that because I knew from the very beginning that as a software developer, I only had a certain set of years in which I wanted to do it. And that lifespan was slowly running thin and I wanted to pursue something and why not now when the opportunity is aplenty? Mm -hmm. Yeah, loving it ever since and still enjoy it now, so. I guess keep going until I hate it. Do you anticipate hating it? I really don't think so. I don't think so either. You don't, do you anticipate you hating it? No? No. Yeah? It's, it's a habit. That's a good sign, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have been some obstacles you start? I just answered. Oh, so me? Yeah, okay. well, now we play the back and that forth. That makes sense. Okay, fine. Yeah. I just prefer asking questions. Okay. You want me to answer this one? No, I'll answer. Um... What have been some obstacles for 2M? Yeah, is this for 2M or for us? This is for 2M. Okay. I would say focus. I know that I changed the strategy on our Instagram every week since January. (laughs) That is now April. For those Um, counting, that's 16 weeks. 16 revisions yes and this has to do with a large amount of things things like we shifted focus after february like there's a huge shift um as you said it's no longer just like a portfolio of work it was concentrated towards collaboration collaborations teaching yes um and then things like the aesthetic of the page and whatever Ooh, it looks hot now. It looks pretty good. I think it could be better. See you next week. Yeah, next week we do more. <laughs> um, that's what I can think of at the moment. Obstacles. Obstacles for me is that shift. It's very hard to kind of go into that direction because that meant fighting in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that 
I work very closely with, but not sharing the same vision and also just wanting, also having just a different, I guess, um, perspective on things and work ethic and timing and all that scenarios, all those scenarios. And it just culminated into, all right, I'm going to do this. And I'm not going to wait. So that was very difficult. That shift is definitely uh, challenging for sure, but definitely a welcome one because it's nice to be able to do something that I believe in. Right. Yeah. Why do you believe in education and collaboration? I, I've always been one to learn from others examples and trying um, ever since I picked up Photoshop I've always just looked for sources of info tried things out on my own not really having a single mentor or teacher or course to take but more so just finding info um, looking at things I like and taking from that figuring out how they did this and then bringing it into my own work and so I believe in that, mm -hmm. but I find that it's not so easy to figure out other people's processes all the time. So having this sort of, I guess, compendium in a way, or just a resource, re resource for ours and other creatives that we bring on their process and their story and have people go, people like me, go into this and see, oh yeah, now I'm learning. Great. Um, Wait. Sorry. Why do you believe in education? Um, you can't just keep ask, firing away these questions. Why do I believe in education? Because because keeping information to yourself doesn't benefit anyone. I mean, it benefits you, I suppose, in that you can create stuff. But even by teaching people, you learn stuff better, right? Like I didn't know, I'm not, I wasn't the best at explaining concepts, basic concepts like color theory, composition, and that kind of thing until I had to teach people. And then I have to actually organize my thoughts and have real answers that are easy to give to people. So in that way, it becomes more clear. Uh, so that's my selfish reason for teaching. Um, but also, I think, in terms of community, it's better to share information, grow together versus just yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's important to have that selfish reason. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise, well, why? why are you, you, who are you doing it for, really? Yeah. Yeah. I also just like helping people. It's very tangible. Yeah. Uh, explain. Collaboration yes. over competition. Yes, so you touched on that briefly. I think that collaboration is way better than competing with each other. Again, nothing wrong with a little bit of competitive edge and competitive spirit, trying to one-up each other, but not in the sense of I'm better than you, you suck, but more just building each other up. And when you're competing with one another, you're always looking for ways to better yourself or finding ways in which you can take from that competition and bring into your own, but not in i I'm better, you're not kind of thing and more each of you, everybody's kind of building each other up in that way. And it's much faster. It's like running. When you run with someone, you feel the need to keep up. I don't run. I don't either, but if I were But to... I think that's true. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you want to keep up with... You want to keep up and... Having a place to meet those runners or see how those runners run, you can bring that into your own kind of uh, analogy. So right. collabor collaborating, I find, is just much better and trying to break down those barriers so that not everybody is in a weird one lane silo and mm -hmm. yeah. I also find for Winnipeg specifically there's a lot of photographers everyone's a photographer um, 
in terms of collaboration, it makes much sense or it makes a lot of sense to collaborate with people who are not of your medium, right? So like I do graphic design and photography and sometimes I see photographers doing certain things and they're good as photography, but if I had to use them as a graphic designer for websites, for magazines, for anything, it doesn't translate over. So having those cross sections and learning from each other is, I think, beneficial. Yeah. Also makes more sense for the industry itself, like the creative industry. For sure. If you can create together and understand what everyone needs, it's much smoother. It's those cross sections where that's all of the knowledge and all of the progress is coming from. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's why I say photographers should learn how to draw. Right. Actually, any creator should learn how to draw. Because you're training your eyes. Mm-hmm. If you have anything at all as a creative, you have your eyes, train them. That's all you need. Yes. I like it. Yeah. Train the eyes, train the mind. Yes. What do you hope to accomplish to um I want to be famous? No. Um, <laughs> I want to be huge, a celebrity. I want to... Vanity. Definitely vanity. Oh my goodness. I want the nice Lambos, the you private will drive jets. it into the ditch. Yeah, but at least it'll look good doing it. <laughs> I want to be able to... Because I've always learned from other people's process, um, spent a lot of time following tutorials from other people, just looking at their work and figuring out like, that happened there, or this is how that came to be, so I'm going to take that knowledge. I want to be able to present my process, present other people's process in that way, and hope that at least one person can look at that and say, like, I'm going to do this. So it's to inspire. Um, What do you gain from that? mm, I don't know. It feels nice. Definitely feels good. And as you said, like helping people in that way. Mm -hmm. I may not necessarily know them, but to me that feels good in a way putting value out there leaving something behind knowing that somebody somewhere was able to benefit from what i did always feels good Mm -hmm. i find um and even better because i actually like putting out that content so yeah if that answered the question it it does yes what was the question you have to answer now what do you hope to accomplish yeah in terms of 2m um, I would like to get the strategy right. Maybe next week's the week. I don't know. Week 17. <laughs> week 17. Just continuous improvement. Um, accomplish? I don't know. My focus right now would be to do workshops and events because another thing I find with Winnipeg, at least in the fine arts scene, it's a little bit clicky Mm -hmm. and even in the photography scene it's a little bit clicky sure i'm not sure why because we're all doing creatives so why don't we just be creatives together absolutely which sounds way too unicorns and rainbows (laughs) i don't know learning is good Mm -hmm. improving is good yeah and everybody improves faster together Yes. Well, even for businesses, I think it's good if creatives learn cross sections. Um, well, that's like, why. Yeah, that's why we brought Joseph on one time. Yes, business is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not good at it. I like to hear from people like Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Future events or projects. Um, so, as much as we talk about Winnipeg and all that stuff definitely not something to contain ourselves in for sure because there's plenty of talent everywhere and with that also comes plenty of different processes different stories and different sources of information that can benefit anybody and so collaborating with people outside of the country um, do you have people in mind Yes, I do have people in mind. Um, there are definitely potential collabs coming up soon and hopefully bring them on, not only work-wise as a creative and 
more so being able to talk to them and share their process and what it's like across the pond or what it's like in their work environment and how they can how they navigate their own waters and whether or not that's information that could be useful on the other side as well as back and forth to them so collaborating with people outside of Canada would be my next venture for the next little while and then after that it's helping you out with workshops and events that's what I was gonna say was just workshops and events I don't know what to do them on though because I don't know what people want hint 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 please tell me um I think the first one though will be food photography because that's my main skill details on details on details Love it. Is that what it's called? Should I call it that? I mean, maybe. I feel like that sounds overwhelming. Perfect. Okay. Well. It's a workshop in progress. Workshop in progress. We'll workshop the workshop. Yes. That's that's essentially what I'm doing for 2M right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next question. What are your roles? It's me? Yes. So I am the cloud as she cloud person. I'm the cloud person. So <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but in to you, but in my mind, it's the one that just makes things all over the place. Make it rain all over the place, I guess. That's a cloud, right? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rain cloud. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm the one that's making podcast content, uh, video content, sometimes on Instagram every now and then. And I guess those are the things I do. Oh, the website. We have a website. We do have a website. Not the most... Uh, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. As we Oh, that's another goal, actually. I want to start creating resources that are useful to people. Mm, that'd be good. So if you want things, let me know. Yeah. I might put things like spreadsheets up there, which does not sound exciting, but if you can organize yourself, you get more content out, it's easier for you. Don't make your life so hard. Use the spreadsheets. Yes. Yes. Are you talking to me or I am talking to you. (laughs) I'm talking to you. I'm creating, yeah, so I'm creating a lot of content, um, vlogs, videos, hopefully more tutorials on that, for sure, podcast and yeah trying to stick to the spreadsheet strategy and following that outline it sounds so particular but it keeps everything contained otherwise the cloud just floats into space and goes nowhere that's true you direct the energy yes i'm a funnel Mm -hmm. (laughs) what is your role you're a cloud person and i'm the funnel (laughs) Um, basically I take Juan's rain, are we still using this analogy? I like it. And funnel it into something useful (laughs) and helpful and organized and to brand, preferably to brand. Um, so that involves things like strategy and content creation and figuring out where the content should go and making sure themes and challenges are actually pertaining to what we're doing that week. Um, yes, sometimes I nag one. Most of the times I don't. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, it's the thing is, without the funnel, like all the content would just look very um, non-cohesive for a lack of a better term. It was very non-cohesive for the first four weeks. Exactly. And the first four weeks was sort of just, what, the logo? The logo and some photos, I think. And some photos, right? And without that funnel to direct, like, the rain. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) It doesn't really go anywhere, and it's hard for anybody to identify what your real purpose and what you're trying to accomplish, and whether or not you're even getting towards your goals, because you're just putting stuff out without a clear 
focus. Yes. So it's nice to have a funnel for my chaotic reign. That makes me sound like the admin. But you're not. Mm. You're just the one who manages the spreadsheets. I don't manage. They're for you. I use them. Yes, that's good. That's good. Sometimes. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, the last question was, what are some strengths and weaknesses? Go. Me? Let's go with strengths. Let's build ourselves up first before we break ourselves All down. Alright, ego moment. Ego moment. Why don't we go back and forth? Why don't you give me a strength I give you? Do you want to describe... Wait, your strength or yeah, my strength? Do you want to describe strength? each other's strength or your own strength? Ooh, I'd rather do your strength because... Okay, Yes, it feels less like an ego moment. Yeah, but I like ego moments. Oh, so we should do our own. I think so. It's good to recognize your own capabilities, okay. I think. Okay. No, no. Go. I go first? Yes. Okay. Um, I just try things. I think that's a huge strength. You're very self-starting. Is that, am I supposed to give an explanation as to sure. a reason why? I don't know. But if I'd give one, you have to give one. Oh, oh, okay. Well, it's only a balance. That's fair. Um, yeah, so self-starting. Logic goes both ways. Exactly. <laughs> what was that term? That it, like, reversal of logic? I don't know. That's another Christo thing. Yes. Yeah, we reference a lot of Christo. And, Christo and you know, Gary lives, Yeah. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so self-starting, um, just trying new things. So, again, the podcast was born from this sort of mentality, mindset, habit, or whatever you want to call it. That's why the audio sucked at first. Yes. Because it's just do it. But you just got to do it. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't and I waited, I probably would not have picked up a mic because... Also, way. Rob was going to Australia, so that was necessary. That was a very good push, for <laughs> sure. I had to jump the gun and say, you know what, I'll just make do with what I have, which worked out pretty okay. I love his music. Absolutely. So good. Yo, Rob, where are you, when are you coming back? Yeah, come back. I think he's coming back in like July or something. Oh my goodness. At least in Canada. So. Awesome. We'll have to bring him back on with better audio. Maybe we'll do like a remaster. A remaster? Yeah. Or like what's what's been going on since. Yes. Re That'd be cool. Reunion? Reunion. Remix. That was clever. Okay, we were doing something. I was talking about something. Yeah, uh, self-starting. Your turn. We'll Strength like, yeah. with an explanation. Um, the first one that comes to mind would be very organized and very efficient. Actually, I should say efficient. The reason I'm organized is for the sake of efficiency. <laughs> um, I don't believe that I should put in more time into something that doesn't need to happen. So things like checking your phone every five minutes because it buzzed i don't do that or i try not to do that i try try not to do that because it consumes a lot of time so yeah nice is that an with... explanation i think so okay cool should we go with another strength or should yes. we yes yeah another cool. strength um this feels like a very formal interview definitely you know your strengths and weaknesses yeah next thing you know i'll be saying i work too hard <laughs> um the non-weaknesses yeah strength is probably oh this is tough i don't know what i'm good at man that's why i suggested going the other way do you want to go the other way this time no okay fine you dug this hole <sighs> I already said try, right? Oh, this is... Why? why? You're Wait, a self-starter. No, no, no. Oh. Let, me, let me do this. Okay, okay. I can do this myself. Okay. I'm old enough. Okay. Um, I'm not very... I'm not a perfectionist. I don't know if that's a strength. Like how, I yes. would, how I would describe that in like a one-worder. One-worder. Um, <laughs> whatever. Because... <laughs> It can be crippling to oh, always yeah. to always want something to look pristine or perfect or to brand or just it's just not good enough or this could be better. And for me, it's a lot less of that and a lot more 
shit, I gotta put something out today. Even for my own personal Instagram, it's in thinking, this is fine. It meets my certain bare minimum standard and I'd rather put something out because people might actually like it than spending the next two hours thinking, oh, my work sucks and I don't want to do this and I, I'm just going to go back to accounting. Never go back to accounting. Exactly. It's the worst. Right? So I have a lot less of that and a lot more just put it out there and see if I catch any fish. I would say that's a strength. Yeah. I'd rather not be a perfectionist. I count that as a weakness on my part. Mm-hmm. But I will get to that when we're at weaknesses. <laughs> strength. Uh, I'm good at thinking about outcomes or strategic outcomes. So, but strangely not good at chess. Anyway. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. So, what was I saying? No, I lost my thought. Whatever. Okay. The office. <laughs> you were talking about the office. No, you were talking about um, strategic outcomes. Oh, yeah, I'm good at thinking about like how everything can pan out. So if this is option A, this is option B, these are the six outcomes that there could potentially be Mm -hmm. so especially when it comes to things like logistics i'm very very good at that i love it because then you can think of all the details involved in planning all those things and i like that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um coordinations i guess falls under the same bracket yeah people can make that difficult sometimes but the planning part is awesome for sure yeah, just to touch on that, I think that's why, like, your details on details on details, that's kind of where that comes from, right? It's that keen eye for those little little things and everything that encompasses whatever it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. Should we keep going with strengths or one more? Sure. Threes instead of threes? Um... I I don't know if I would call this a strength or a weakness, but I spend very little time looking at other people's stuff and comparing it to them or comparing it with my own stuff. So less comparative. Yes. Um, How is that not a strength? I don't know, because it's always nice to be able to look at things for inspiration, but I go way. I think I go way too far on one end and just don't look. Yeah. Yeah. Like not looking at com- competition or the other. Like market analysis. Exactly. I don't know, like these j- j- slight, like underhanded jabs that are being thrown at. Me. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't like looking. It's not that I don't like. I just don't. Um, I'm sure it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I find it, I'd find it interesting, but I just don't spend a lot of time on it. Also because then I can spend the time making content or taking a nap or something. More productive. Something that I, I, yeah. But definitely because I don't do that, then I don't spin into this cycle of my work sucks compared to so and so. And so why do I do it? Okay, so our strengths and weaknesses are very opposite. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that fascinating? <laughs> yes, because I spin out of control. Mm. Um, strength. Strength. One more ego boost before we kill ourselves with our weaknesses. But we're working on them. Of course. I can't think of another strength. You got this. One more. So you said... What did I say? You're very good at strategy, which was the last thing you said. Mm-hmm organized which is why you're efficient right um what one more (laughs) you just gave me two fingers and said one more (laughs) yeah two more and then add one more oh my goodness um as much as Juan is a cloud person 
I think I'm also good at like uh, brainstorming ideas. I'm not very filtered when I do creative stuff. But I think that's largely due to art school because you're forced to do that so often where you're turning off your brain and you're just going and you write everything down. You don't, you don't edit as you go. And so for things like logos or uh, creative ideas, etc., I just write stuff down and you should see my notebooks. They look like a Dirt. mess. Yeah. But I don't edit myself. I think that's huge. Because, yeah, even in the vlogs, even sometimes in the podcast, definitely edited to the point where I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to even put this out anymore. But you're extremely good at unfiltering in that creative space. And I think that's, that's key because that's where all the good ideas are. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had a prof that told me, um, I don't know if the stat is true or not, but she said, if you put out a thousand doodles or a thousand ideas usually it's the thousand and first that is the good one um but you have to get through all that nonsense in order to get to that one otherwise you're just spinning around on the first hundred here interesting yeah huh so that's why i like notebooks right because you run out of space yep fascinating i write everything down we should go through your notebooks and make a video on it I can't even read my own writing. We could try. We could try. We should try. I think it'd be cool to show that process. Sure. Yeah. Um, We're on weaknesses. It's you. Weaknesses. I am... Well, I kind of actually feel for myself a lot. It's hard for me to not. Anytime I'm going out for photos, even with you or just with anybody, legitimately think of ideas, but never even try to see what it would look like on camera. Mm-hmm. I don't know, sometimes it's because I think I look stupid, not the photo, but I look stupid. Like taking the pictures? Yes, oh. well, I'm, it's weird. Like, And I'm not the kind of person to worry about those things, but there's definitely those moments where like, I don't know if I should lie down on the... F- But like, <clears throat> yeah, like I'm not the kind of person to concern myself with those, but definitely sometimes I think, no, nah, I don't want to get in that bush or lie down on the floor or whatever, because then other people are going to look at me weird or somebody that I'm going for photos with would think I'm stupid. That's a bad idea. It just sucks. I don't know. It's a weird kind of filter. I feel that more during events. Yeah. When there's like clients that are staring at you because they think you're crazy when you're like on the floor I'm trying absurd. to see through your like yeah. your viewfinder. I'm crazy, but it's yeah. just but, the process. But usually people. but usually that's where all the good stuff happens and even if it's not again in the same vein of the thousand and first is the the good one. Mm-hmm. I force it's hard but I force myself to go through and just start shooting until something clicks mm-hmm. and usually the start I take a while to ramp up yeah that's a weakness yes my turn mm-hmm. um I'm a huge perfectionist and I think a lot of people refer to themselves as perfectionists without realizing the extent that that could actually imply mm-hmm. um perfectionism to the point of paralyzing what you can or cannot do i am very guilty of that i don't do things because it's like kate this is not 100 percent, or this is not 110 percent um or it's not as good as like okay for example let me start somewhere my ampersand project i'm starting to draw out ampersands and things just because like they're so cool but i've stopped myself from actually lettering them out because i look at people like lauren Holm or Janet Leah or Jessica Hish, Hirsch, oh my goodness. Um, it's rough. And my work is nowhere near that level, so I don't want to put it out. So I actually have sketches on my desk of ampersands that are just chilling because I can't make myself put them out yet. 
And so for my gallery page, which is mostly for travel and portraits and that kind of thing, I've started making myself put process images out because I'm trying to trick my brain. <laughs> if I put out process images, they don't have to be perfect because the goal is just to be process. So that's me trying to fix my perfectionism mm -hmm. attempt. Attempts are good. It's, yes. it's not easy to trick your brain, right? Yes. But definitely, yeah, definitely something to kind of consider because I'd imagine a lot of people have that sort of crippling um, to the point where they don't put content out, mm -hmm. which is a shame because... Or don't try things. Or don't, don't how, try things. How do you get to 1001 if you don't try things? Exactly. Yeah. You're bound to suck. Yes. At any point in your creative pursuit, at some point, you will hit a, you'll create something, and you're like, "This is garbage." Mm -hmm. Actually, I know I know an artist, and she, once she's comfortable in a material or a medium, she won't use it anymore, and she switches. Interesting. So she likes that uncomfortability, and she's becoming a really good artist. And you have to like that yeah. discomfort to get better, and you have to be okay to suck mm -hmm. for probably quite some time. Before you get really good at a certain medium, yeah. Yeah. Your turn. Weakness. I my head is in the clouds. Cloud person. Cloud person. <laughs> um, it's not, that's not a weakness. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I would describe that in a way. Uh, okay, fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna re reel myself back. Okay. And I would probably say. A weakness would be... Man, do I work too much? Yes. Well, I don't know. That's more of a you question. I think that's a thing, is I juggle a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Um, but it's fine, like, in terms of what I'm picking up. I think the problem is I'm not being okay with the fact that I have to let something slide here and there. And it's hard because I want to be doing all of these things, like the vlog, the podcast, and mm -hmm. still going out and taking photos for my own personal stuff. But that's definitely not feasible, at least until I find a better workflow and it's something that happens over time. And maybe that's it, is impatience. Is... Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that's actually something we probably have in common. Yes is because I'm doing all of these things but they're not coming to me right away or they're not like clicking in place right away in terms of workflow or just understanding the concepts getting impatient because this is something that's practically a forever game mm -hmm. making creating can really be a forever game for, for as long as I like it so right. wanting things to happen right away or wanting to be good right away when in reality, that's something that takes a thousand drawings to get to the one good one. Right. Mm -hmm. Right at you. I'm just going to add on to your impatience thing because we're going to call that a shared weakness. All right. <laughs> um, I... If things don't turn out as I hope they turn out, I get very discouraged. And that's an impatience, or due to impatience. Um, I try to reel myself back and just try again. But it is discouraging and I have a tendency to spiral down and feel like, okay, I'm not doing, I'm not doing this. It's too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially when there's a lot of comments from people where... Like, oh, creative isn't practical. Or I was a server when I was in art school. And often tables would ask me, uh, what are you studying? And I would say fine arts. And they would give me comments, not one table, but numerous. Would say, oh, you must not like money. Or you must not want to be successful. Or is that any good? <laughs> and that kind of comment. And it was very frustrating. So when things don't pan out, I feel impatient. Yeah. Because I want things to work out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So is there any way that you've been... 
is there anything you've been doing to kind of start working on that? Because you did mention earlier the weakness of perfectionism. You started putting in process photos as a oh, trick. How am I trying to yeah. fix this yeah. impatience? I guess I didn't really touch on mine, but whatever. Yeah. Shh. What happened to balance, man? We'll do the next one. Okay, okay. We'll balance it all out. Um, what am I doing to help impatience? Yeah, I'm sure everybody's got something in some form of impatience, right? And yeah. It's always good to share. Viewing it as a process instead of viewing it as an end goal has helped. So if I put out work and it doesn't go the way I would hope it would go, or if I pitch ideas and it doesn't end up how I would like it to end up, it's part of process. Like I've put out over two or 300, conservatively I've put out two or 300 pitches to different businesses and have gotten back about 15. So the stats there suck, but it's better than if I had done nothing. So if I view it as a process versus like, okay, actually I lost 285, you know? Right. You gained 15 instead. Perspective switch. Perspective switch. Which I'm not good at, but I'm trying. Yeah. It's not easy. Optimism is practical. Exactly. Gary V. Exactly. Or you, wait, that was Gary Vee. It's definitely Gary Vee. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely, yeah, perspective shift is huge and doesn't always come naturally. And obviously there's many ways to promote that to happen more often and put you in that gear. Um, surrounding yourself with positivity is huge. Um, putting yourself in the right environment to succeed and sometimes like even our content kind of steers in that direction is it promotes that sort of positivity that it's okay to suck or whatever because not everybody has that sort of positive environment and at least there's some resource that we can put out there and if one person that's definitely a thing for impatience is like the negativity or the voices that give you that negativity (laughs) so voices meaning people um Removing some of that negativity has definitely been helpful. Yeah. Because then I don't hear things like, actually, when I was a server, um, somewhere, someone, someone at some point at some job told me, no, you can't be an architect or an artist. Um, you're not smart enough for that. And so I quit that job because it wasn't that specific instance, but there was numerous every day. Mm-hmm. But cutting out that kind of stuff actually helps you uh, focus on optimism, especially for me because I'm not prone to optimism. I'm trying, trying to be optimistic. Yeah. It's good. Again, mm-hmm. I feel like these weaknesses are not just as specific. Obviously, our instances are specific to us, but the characteristics themselves probably are shared across many creatives so i think i like i like the idea of sharing this kind of thing mm-hmm. speaking of sharing this kind of thing did we do three or two yet we did two. two two now um overthinking mm, yes i there's many moments where i mean i don't really share this i just try to keep it in is i just start spinning internally um whether it's as simple as like what maybe it's a part maybe it is a sense of perfectionism i don't know um like whether the content's good enough or whether there's a certain way i could do this better i or if i'm following the brand if this is too brand that's something that i actually notice is like oh my god like is what I'm posting to brand? Like, if I post this, um, for instance, the first process photo, I was like, if I post this, will she like tell me like, yo, this isn't this isn't to code? Put that shit down. Go back to regular I do scheduled send content. You those kinds of things. Right. I also send you notes about podcasts and yeah. stuff. I didn't know that makes you anxious. It's not that it, you know, it, it, I think about it. Um, 
it's I'm not super prone to it, but definitely to what? To overthinking that much. Oh, I see. But I definitely do that um, for that scenario, you know, keeping things to brand. But one thing I've noticed, and this is pertaining to me and my personal stuff even, is to... I get very shy when it comes to promoting my own work. Why? I don't know. I start to think, like, am I wording this right? Is it because you feel like you're a software developer? Probably. It's like, am I wording this right? Like, is this going to... I noticed that, actually, because you'll say that you're aspiring to be a photographer. You can't aspire to be a photographer if you are a paid photographer and videographer. You are those things. But that's a tangent. Go ahead. No, I agree. <laughs> but, Overthinking. Yeah, exactly, right? And it's those things that... I would start following those uh, threads of thinking mm. and then look into the next one and to the next one when I need to just reel back and realize like what I'm doing right now, like where am I? Oh, I'm shooting. Just go to, go shoot or, oh, I'm editing. Like, because I do this, and I think this is where I actually wanted to bring this to, is overthinking. When I'm editing these vlogs even, I look back a lot and think I should have done this I should have done that isn't that just a way to learn though but then I start crippling myself uh, to like because I didn't do this I, I don't know if I want to make this project anymore oh my yeah it's so what do you do I have to push myself to get through it and say like this is what I'm working with so it's something akin to Oh, crap, I forgot the 50 mil. <laughs> the so, Milan accident. <laughs> so I have to go shoot at F4. Yep. And, oh, crap, I don't have a tripod to keep things still if I wanted to do long exposure. So I got to find a... It's like adapting. Right. So when it comes to things like video, and I realize, oh, I wish I filmed that differently, or I wish I had more shots, and now I start kind of like... I don't know if I can make this anymore and start reeling back. I have to realize, well, I have to work with what I have and just take note. So when I catch myself, I realize, okay, this project, I didn't shoot enough. I should do this next time. Do you time. keep those notes somewhere? No. Oh, um, they're mental notes. They're usually mental notes, but recently I've been writing them down better because nice. writing it definitely helps. So yeah. Um, Stuff like that, so... We should make a list and add that as a resource. For sure. Mental note list. Yeah, so overthinking to the point where it's like I'm trying to want to change things in the past. When... Well, That's impossible. Exactly. Exactly. Irrational. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, I would say that I have the same weakness, overthinking, but more from a comparative standpoint. So... I do go on Instagram a fair amount because, or Pinterest because I, that's, that's where I derive a lot of ideas and that's where I see what is trending and what is not trending and that's how I define strategy for people. Um, but, but in doing that you find and you come across a lot of different artists and that kind of thing where their work is so awesome <laughs> that it's by comparison, I just don't feel like doing work anymore because I'm not that awesome. Yeah. And I actually see that a lot in what, um, in like hobbyist photographers. Uh, I don't know why they do this, but they feel, they feel like they have to justify themselves. I don't know if justify is the right word, but like maybe will ask a lot more questions or feel a lot more hesitant. Mm -hmm. And think that I know more than they do, but I don't. Like, I know nothing. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's the comparative, like, I'm just... Just do you, man. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've lost track of my thought now. Comparative. Yes. Spending a lot of time on Pinterest, Instagram, but also oh, getting right. to the point where they're so awesome. Yes. So... 
I think that about people who are awesome, and then I see a lot of hobbyist photographers have that hesitation too. And I don't know, what am I doing to try to help that? Nothing really. That's a struggle. That's a daily struggle because I see, um, like, one of my favorite designers, Clover and Crow. Amazing. Amazing. Everything's amazing. Everything is amazing. And my design page is like meh. And I'm trying to make it more curated. I even ha- I even messaged her about like how do you know what to curate into your stuff or into your page and that kind of thing. And she told me about another person who helped her and like her strategies and it was awesome that she was helping me, but then I started overthinking more. Like, oh my goodness, now I have to do all these things and I'm never going to be that awesome and my work isn't that awesome to begin with and it's just spiraling. spiral, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I think that's actually a huge step for you and I hope for other people is looking at someone's work and instead of thinking in that way, you actually went and reached out to them and asked. Well, yeah, how am I supposed to know? Exactly, instead of just shutting down. Even that in itself is a huge step. Because then you're actually being, you're actually able to find actionable items instead of just, they're too good and there's no way to get there. Or I don't know the steps to get there, so it's not possible. Instead, you're looking for the steps to get there. Of course, there's going to be a lot of steps to get there because they were probably well beyond like the time we've spent Mm -hmm. but you follow the same recipe you bake the same cake it's just figuring out what recipe they used and following theirs (laughs) bake the same cake what (laughs) i like it it's true (laughs) it's like you look at someone else's work and you don't know how they got there. Right. So you don't know the recipe. Right. Well, I never did portrait photography until I met you and John. Right. And then I just kind of observed. Mm-hmm. But you didn't shut down because you're like... No, but in the process I was very derogatory or self-derogatory. For sure. <laughs> I would constantly say, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I know nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a portrait photographer. I photo food because food doesn't talk back. (laughs) Food stays still unless it's ice cream. That's hard photography. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's it. Is you ask those, you ask for the recipe, and then follow it, and then see if you can add your own sprinkles on top. My God, this analogy is amazing. Who adds sprinkles on cakes? Frosting. Is that a thing? Icing. Is icing frosting? I don't know. I don't really eat cake. <sighs> I think they're the loaf. same. Oh my goodness, so good. Go to VG Patisserie in Paris, it's amazing. Well then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully that that helped. Because I think it's good for people to recognize their own strengths and actually ha- do that retrospection. And also take a look at what their weaknesses are and... If any of those line up with ours, something to really look into and see how we work on ours and how they could work on theirs. Mm-hmm. Any other questions? No, that was the last question. I think Sweet. we derailed a lot from we did. what is 2M. Well, it was context. I don't know if we derailed a lot because I think as, as you know, far from what is 2M is... <laughs> there's too many is's <laughs> as far as this that conversation is from the initial question and focus of what is 2M mm-hmm. because our focus or because 2M's mission is to share that process share that story in a similar way in almost a meta way like we shared the obstacles we shared the struggles that we have our strengths and weaknesses and how we're working on it alongside building to him so oh it's very meta it's very meta right but that's the whole purpose is to be sharing that and and that's why we need to put more um process photos into the 2m 
We're not taking a photo right now. We should be taking one. We should one. be taking a photo right now. We'll go take one after this and we'll do a selfie. Is that cool? Is that to brand? Oh <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, um, yeah, that's probably a wrap. I think uh, yes. we shared enough and we definitely derailed quite a bit, but hopefully there's something here of value in terms of process, in terms of story, in terms of working on your own weaknesses and strengths and improving on that and finding ways to collaborate and improve as a creative. That's another strength. You're articulate. You think so? Yeah. I thought I just rambled. I've just been rambling. Oh. No. All right, we're done. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. (laughs) Everybody, thanks for listening. And um, yeah, (laughs) go do things. Go do things. See ya.